the uh, the uh, the meaning of Klai Yisrael uh, throughout the entire world to say the the poem of Shalom Aleichem on Friday night before we begin before we begin before we begin Kiddush. For most people, when we talk about what is the source of the concept of Shalom Aleichem and wishing hello to the Malachim or greeting the Malachim, so most people probably think of the Gemara and Shabbos Kuf Yotess, which is cited by the Chafetz Chaim and the Mishabura in the beginning of Hilchah Shabbos that two malachim escort the people home every single Friday night. One malach is for good, one malach is for bad. And when the house is set and everything looks fine, the malach who is good says, you know, it should be like this again, a brach on this house again for the next week. And the other malach has to say, amen. And if it's a chas v'shom the other way, that the house is not set properly and things are disarray, so the malach who is in charge of the negativity says it should be like this again. And unfortunately, the good malach has to say, amen, to the uh, bad malach in return. And uh, these are the malachim we often think about when we, talk, when we talk about the malachim coming into our home on Friday night. However, this is not agreed upon by everyone. The pre-tzadik, Rav Sadiq HaKohen, writes in Parshish Noach that this cannot be the source, because the Gemara refers to good and bad angels. There's a malach who's ra, there's a malach who's tov. So why would we say shalom aleichem to the malach who's bad? Why would that be the source? And why would that be the inspiration, the impetus for the Piyat, the poem, Meshav Aleichem, it doesn't seem to make any sense. So he says, rather the sources are Gemar here in Chagiga, and Afi Dalam and Beis, which says that when people are Doresh, when people learn and extrapolate and teach the Maisim Kava, these aspects of Kabbalah, so the Malachi Asharis come, and they gather around such an individual in order to listen, like people who come to dance and sing with Chassan Vakala. They are attracted to it, like flies to honey, they come, they want to hear, they want to be involved, they want to know about the great Kedusha, the great holiness that's going on at that moment. And he notes that we know from the Gemara Sachem Kuf Yates that the Sisrei Torah, the secrets of the Torah, the depths of the Torah, are like the Maisa Merkava and the Maisa Bracious. And they're all called Asik Yomen. They're all referred to as things that are ancient days, they are primordial, ideas, concepts that go back before the beginning of time that touch upon things that we cannot even begin to understand. These are all called Asik Yomen, ancient old ideas. So too, says Ritzadak, the Shabbos is Hisgalus Asika. The Shabbos also reveals something that is primordial. It is before time, it is from Sheshis and Abrasis, something that exists going back even before the concept of creation came into being. And so too, when you have something that is Asik Yomim, something that is Hisgalus Asika, something that reveals something going back, way back in time, and you experience something that reaches back, even into before the beginning of creation, like Shabbos, like the Maisa Merkava, like the Maisa Bracious, so the Malachim are attracted to that. It pulls them and they want to experience this type of primordial, original experience that existed before the world was created. And therefore, when Shabbos begins, the Malachim come in the beginning of our Shabbos and say, we want a piece of this Shabbos because it harkens back and touches upon something that is before time. And therefore, when the Malachim come to our house, we greet them and say, Shalom Aleichem, Shabbos is beginning. This is what you wanted a piece of. Shalom Aleichem, and welcome into our house. Bo'achem l'shalom, barchun l'shalom, give us a bracha. And then when the Suda begins, says Rav Sadak, we tell them that this is our special time with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. This is for us, the Jewish people, and Hashem. It's not for Malachim. Thank you very much. 
Here's the door. Say on your way, and it's time for us to have our suda with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's a similar idea brought by the Klosenberg Rebbe in the Chuvas Divrei Yitzivin or Achayim Simkafchav Gimel, who says that on Shabbos there are holier malachim who come to protect us from the regular malachim during the week, and therefore we greet them with Shabbalechem. But he looks to our Gemara. Rav Sadek looks to our Gemara to see that just like the Ma'isim Arkava and these primordial holy secrets of the Torah attract the malachim, so to our Shabbos and our Shabbos table also attracts these malachim, these holy beings, to come and experience what we're experiencing as well. The minig of the Chsam Sofer was to not say Shalom as noted in the Minhage Chsam Sofer, because of a comment in the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch writes in the beginning of Arachayim and Simon Gimel that we should not assume that we are on the level where malachim are escorting us. And the Chazanish said the same thing, quoted by the Stipler as well. What's going on here? The Gemara Devarian de Brachas Dav says that when a person enters into a bathroom, he should say something to the Malachim accompanying him. It's a very long statement, a long piece of Gemara. It essentially begins with the words, Hisgabdu Mechubadim, those who are greatly honored, and it's a tefillah, some sort of prayer that's said to the Malachim before going to the bathroom. But the Shulchan Aruch says, the meaning is that we don't say this nowadays. We don't say this tefillah before we use the restroom. And the Prima Gadim cites the Levush who says that it's usher to recite this tefillah because it's mechzei kayura. It looks haughty that the malachim are coming to you. The idea being behind this Gemara, and this is what the Chassam Sofer is drawing out, is that we do not assume that malachim are following us. For a mouth to follow you along and to be interested in what you're doing requires a great and exalted and very holy level. And we do not assume we are on the level that malachim are escorting us wherever we go just because. And therefore, the Chassam Sofer would not say Shom Aleichem because it looked haughty to assume that malachim are coming to your house. Maybe in the days of the Gemara, the Tanaim, the Amorayim, perhaps in the early Rishonim, there was such a concept to assume that Malachim are with you. But nowadays, says the Chassam Sofer, that concept no longer exists for us. This Matzah uh, Shimurim, the Or Tzadikim, cites the Ariza, who says that you should not say it so you can remove the Ruach HaToma and the Machshavas Ros, and uh, it prevents one from, uh, you should say it because it removes Tuma, it prevents one from thinking Torah in the bathroom. But again, the meaning is that we don't say it as well. Ravazim, the Shevet Alevi, and Chelek Alf, and Simon Reishai, defends the Menech Yisrael to recite Shom Aleichem. The Magan of Ram, in Simon Samach Vav, cites the Matamoshu, who says, that when we finish Mon Esrei, we say, Oseh Shalom B'Marmav, Hu Yaseh Shalom Yimru, Amen. So who are you talking to? You said V'Yimru Amen. To who? To you? So the Shevet Halevi and the Magan of Ram both say, that we say Amen to who? The Malachim. The Malachim who come to listen to us by Shmona Esrei, they're going to say Amen to our Shmona Esrei. And it could be that during the time of Tefillah and Shabbos, these are holier times. And in those times, we do have Malachim. But during a Psalm walking down the street, going to where you're going, going to work, we don't assume Malachim are with us. But perhaps in holier special times, says Ravazner, we can say that Malachim do escort us and do spend time with us. The Yisori Yishurin writes by Shabbos that we don't know who wrote Shom Aleichem and that it's not found in the oldest Sederim. And uh, we do assume that an Adam Gadol wrote it since it was accepted by Klai Yisrael. And some say that perhaps it comes from the Kubalim and the deeper secrets of what's going on there are perhaps above our head. In the Sefer Minig Yisrael Torah, so he cites the Sefer Zichron Mamosha, which brings a letter from Yisrael Veltz, who was a Rav in Hungary, who wonders about the Chsam Sofer. Let me tell you what he says. 
He says, Ulam Niflesi Halo Yadua, Shimaranzal, don't we know that the Khsam Sofer, Okir Harim, he this giant Afilo Aminakatan Vikal, the Khsam Sofer was this great defender of Minakla Yisrael. Khadash Asabinatoro, we can't change anything. The Khsam Sofer spent so much of his ink writing about the defense and the upkeep of Minhagum of Klai Yisrael. So he said, I don't understand. But when it comes to Shom Aleichem, which every single Jewish household is doing, all of a sudden the Chsam Sofer is worried about Malachim. It's a very strange thing. And he says, I don't understand the Chsam Sofer. He says, he defends Bin Hagim that have no source in the Gemara, that have no source anywhere. Then all of a sudden he abandons the meaning of Shom Aleichem and he finds the whole Chsam Sofer to be quite strange at the end of the day. So this is the source, perhaps one or two sources regarding the recitation of Shom Aleichem. Again, the Chsam Sofer, the Chaznish wouldn't say it. But for most of Chalasra, we do say it. Since we're here, we might as well just discuss for a moment the minag to say Shalom Aleichem and repeat the verses three times. We discussed this once on the Shabbos, but it's always, uh, it's always good for review. So the Lakute Mariach writes in Chalik Beis that, um, and he does bring the source from the Gemara in Shabbos, and then he says, we say Shalom Aleichem Alach Shares, and the minag is to say three times, Hu Inyan, it's to strengthen the matter. And he quotes the Abu Draham by Marav Shal Shabbos, to the Kach Maskirim B'Mosei Shabbos El Yohanavi three times. We say El Yohanavi in our Mosei Shabbos Sepiutim three times as well. V'chenomrim B'Kiddush Halavana, we say three times Shalom Aleichem. And we find the Gemara Menachos. Then we down to cut the Omer, they would say three times. We're going to cut the, sphira, the Omer for Sphira Sa'omer. So says the Kutamariach, when we want to be Mechazek Liyinyan, we want to strengthen a point and drive something home, we repeat it three times over and over again. Roshachzer says often a similar idea by Hataras Nadarim. We always say Hataras Nadarim three times. Why? To be Mechazek something that doesn't have such a strong source in the Torah. We know that uh, Nadarim are based on very uh, light sukkim in the Torah, not a lot of Mar Makamos. Well, you want to be Mechazek, something you want to strengthen an aspect. Certainly of Torah Shabbat Peh, we repeat something three times over and over, right? Mutralach, 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 all the different things like that. And... Um, this is the Yisod of saying uh, Shalom Aleichem three times. Again, the source perhaps coming from our Gemara in Chagiga Yudalid regarding the appearance of Malachim when it comes to very holy and primordial things.